Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartland Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I'm so excited to have you. And today we're going to focus on overcoming imposter syndrome. So I'm really excited to go over this with you. I'm going to share with you some tips and information that I wish I knew that has helped me over time. So I've had to go through the great process of learning wisdom (laughs) through my mistakes and learning. And so I'm here to share with you to hopefully cut down the time on having to go through this annoying feeling. (laughs) It's more annoying and a nuisance than anything, right? So if you follow these things I'm sharing with you, and if you actually do them, I do feel like it can reduce that imposter syndrome significantly. Now, of course, there's going to be times that we have that nagging feeling that maybe we shouldn't be there, or maybe we are just getting pushed here by luck. Maybe we aren't the real deal, holy fields, right? And that's because you're evolving, you're growing. And every time you grow and evolve, you get to a new level, which means you get to a new level of comparison, new levels of people within their experience, new levels of several things, people that you wouldn't even think experience imposter syndrome that we look up to highest profile people, people that we have put on this high ranking system, this high pedestal. We don't think that they even experience that imposter syndrome, but they do and they have. So let's dive in. Now, the first thing I want you to do, get a pen and paper. This is something that helped me back in the day, and it still continues to help me even today whenever I feel that imposter syndrome creeping in. Number one, stop focusing on on all the reasons why you should not be there and focus on the reasons why you should. So I want you to make a list. Take a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle. And first, on the left side, you're gonna write down all the negative things, all of your negative beliefs, all the things that you feel like you're inadequate about. Write all of it down. Because we need to be honest with ourselves. We need to visually look at that. We need to see that representation to ourselves of what we're actually feeling. We need to get out of our heads and out of our feelings. And we need to be able to look at it. And the funny thing is, is that when you write it all down, and when you say all those things out loud to yourself, you're going to start feeling like, oh my gosh, You sound absolutely pitiful. You sound really, really negative. So when you see that, you can begin to see your true belief system, how you believe in yourself. You can see 
any blockages that's there. You can see in real time of the disconnection between who you are and who you want to become. The disconnection is that negative mindset. That disconnection is the negative beliefs you have about yourself. The disconnection is feeling inadequate. No one feels perfect. No one truly feels really super adequate about what it is that they're doing. Oftentimes because they're following another mold. And in their mind, they'll never fit the mold of the person that they hold in their mind that is meeting the expectation of who they want to emulate. So after you write all of that down, on the right hand side, I want you to write down the evidence, any positive evidence that says that you do belong there. How many hours have you put in towards what it is that you're doing? What have you learned? What have you accomplished? What have you achieved? Who have you talked to? that's related to who you want to become and what you're looking to achieve? What's the feedback you've received from others? Write down the evidence of why you do belong there. And through that, you're going to reaffirm to yourself that you are not this imposter that you're making yourself out to be. So that's the first step. So that's one of the ways that you can really reduce that feeling of imposter syndrome. We need to be able to tell ourselves to reaffirm in our minds that we do indeed belong there. I'll tell you another interesting story. Oftentimes this is going to relate to either my work or dating. We'll get to the dating part in the other episodes. I'm really excited about that one, by the way. But in my job, when I was starting out, in a new department, I had not felt very comfortable with filming around people in live events. So there was a big part of my identity that was so used to being in the background, so used to being incognito, so used to getting certain pictures that were candid. But For my job, I needed to capture things that were not candid. I needed to pose people. I needed to grab people out of the group and say, hey, can I borrow you for this? I needed to step in and take pictures, the best pictures and the best photos and best videos that I could of high profile people that were standing there in the middle that were surrounded by other people. And I had to be able to be the one to jump in and get those. That was uncomfortable for me. That wasn't a part of my identity. That wasn't how I operated. And so even though this was my role, this was my job, this was a new position that I was taking on, I would naturally regress and I would go back to the side and I wouldn't get the best shots. I wouldn't get the best photos. I wouldn't get the best angles. And I'd come back And my boss was like, what is this? This doesn't look right. Why is this cut off? We didn't get this. You didn't get that. And I said, well, I felt like I was in other people's way. I felt like I was blocking other people and I didn't want to be rude. And she said to me, you're not being rude. That's your job. That's what we're paying you to do. That's 
what your career entails. So forget those people. They'll move on. They'll understand that you're the one getting the shot. You're the one getting the video. You're the one getting the picture. They're not doing it. You're doing it. They may have their little camera phone out and taking the picture and they're focused on what they're doing, but you are the one responsible for creating and getting this content for this company. And when she said that, I was like, oh yeah. You know, something that you wouldn't think, you know, I needed to hear, I heard. And it told me, yes, I am supposed to be there. What am I doing? What am I doing? I'm so stuck in my own head of not doing this or not being in the way that I needed to jump into the mindset and I needed to picture myself from the outside of what I needed to be. I needed to understand my responsibility. What was I responsible for? And that's where my focus needed to go. I didn't have the luxury. I didn't have the privilege to worry about how other people were perceiving me in that moment. I had to get the job done. I had to do what was necessary for my role. Otherwise, I shouldn't be there. So sometimes we have to take a step back and look at the big picture and say, wait a minute, what's my responsibility? What am I holding myself responsible to? What am I contributing towards? What's my position in this? What's my impact? When we focus on that and less about the insecurity, less about the I don't belong here, less about I'm in the way, less about maybe I'm just lucky, less about all of this silly stuff. You just focus on doing and everything else will fall into place. There is something about you and maybe you're looking at how other people or maybe they're different. Maybe they have more experience. Maybe they're doing it this way. Maybe they get this or whatever. They can't do it like you. They're not going to represent like you. They're not going to share your ideas and your perspectives like you. Only you can do that. You have to keep that in mind, taking yourself out of it and putting yourself back in, right? Taking your insecurities, your own thoughts and feelings and your failures and the mistakes you made and all this stuff, take all that out and put yourself in the driver's seat of taking on the actions. Okay. So That would be my next point is to reframe your perspective on it. That's what I had to do was reframe my perspective on it. So I want you to write down, how are you viewing yourself in this situation? And then I want you to write down all of the things that makes you unique in this scenario of why you are the best person to do this. Maybe it's your story. It could be absolutely anything. For a while, I thought that my counterparts could be able to have access to getting better shots, better filming, better angles, because they're male, so they're stronger, they're taller, 
They can withstand heavier equipment. So in my mind, I'm thinking that they're better at getting the job done than I am. But then I thought about myself and I had to use myself as an advantage. I had to see what unique characteristics I could bring that could make angles and shots better as well. Well, because I'm smaller, I can fit into different areas that they can't fit into. So therefore I can get more unique angles, right? Because I'm shorter, I can get lower angles a lot easier than they can. So it's all about shifting your perspective and not being so pinpointed on, well, see, that person can get that outcome because of X, Y, and Z, and I can't get this outcome because of X, Y, and Z. No, how can you get that outcome because of X, Y, and Z? Use your strengths and unique characteristics to your advantage. It doesn't mean you try to copy and do exactly what the other person is doing because we're all built differently. Genetically, there's things that people are going to have more of an advantage over and things they'll have a disadvantage of. We all have something that can give us that upper edge. But if you're so focused on what you're seeing from that other person that you won't even notice your characteristics and what you can bring to the table. The next thing would be to be honest about where you are. If you really feel like you have some shortcomings, let's not stop there. Create an action plan on how you can improve. Is it more research that you need to do? Is it more experience that you need to do? Is it more practice that you need? Don't shut down and think, oh, I'm just not good enough. I'm just not going to try. Be curious about learning. Be open to finding ways to improve and to get better so that you can feel more confident about what you're doing. Research more of the terminology. Research more of the language and the vocabulary. Research more. Read more books related to that mindset so that when you're having a conversation with someone that's in that same mindset or in that same industry or whatever, that you're able to relate to them easier. You're able to digest and understand what they're saying. You won't feel like, I don't really know what they're talking about. I'm out of the loop. I don't really know. Maybe I don't belong here. No. In actuality, a lot of times you can say the same things, but it just sounds different. But the more and more you practice that communication, practice talking, even talking to yourself, Practice reading and writing, all these things. Practice listening to other people that share that like mindset. The more and more and more, you're going to feel more comfortable becoming the person that you're aspiring to become. Focus on your strengths. Sometimes we feel like we need to be everything to everyone or we're not meeting the expectation. Sometimes we feel like, well, If I can't do all of these parts of this thing that I want to become, then I don't need to do it at all, all or nothing. No. Focus on your strengths. What are you good at? And the things that you struggle with, the opportunities and challenges that you have, collaborate with others that share the strengths and the things that you feel you have a weakness in. 
talk to people, learn from people, delegate with people, partner with people, share a like interest, share a like goal, help each other out. Don't feel like, well, if I can't do all of these things and I shouldn't do it at all, no, collaborate. Collaborate with people who have strengths in areas you don't. Accept that. Embrace that. That's okay. We're not supposed to be everything to everyone, to every need. We have those special characteristics that make us unique. So we need to embrace that. We need to embody that. We need to sharpen that. Because if you try to go in and sharpen every little thing and every little skill, your skills are not going to be that sharp. They're going to be okay. So dive into your strength. And on top of that, the next thing I would focus on is to join a community. Oftentimes, if you feel that imposter syndrome and something that you're wanting to achieve or do, it's possible that maybe you're not a part of a community of others where you support one another and a healthy community where you support one another, you share tips, you share ideas, you share mistakes, you share all of these things, you share challenges with each other, you can grow together, you can do new things together, you can share common bonds over it, you can get a better understanding of, okay, so those people made those mistakes as well, oh, that's how they overcame it, got it. Oh, I don't feel alone. Oh, these are common issues that people are facing of what I want to do. Got it. Okay. This can be an online community or a physical community, but join a community. You need support. You need a tribe that's going to help support you, motivate you, encourage you, listen to you, and vice versa. And then the last thing that I would mention, I know there's so many other ways to really overcome and reduce that imposter syndrome, but to get a mentor, have that person that you trust that has had more experience in what it is that you're wanting to do. It could be in anything. This could be with cooking. This could be with your work. This could be with dating. This could be with fitness. Again, oftentimes that imposter syndrome comes up in positions of recognition. So that's where I would focus on. But anything where you would need to be recognized or compared to others, that's where imposter syndrome is going to come up. So find a mentor that has been there, has been in your shoes, has gone through what you've gone through, someone that you can build that trust with. Sometimes we don't want to step out of our comfort zone and to meet new people and to be vulnerable enough to even say we need a mentor. So sometimes we take that approach to people that aren't really the best people to go to that don't really know what it is that we're wanting to achieve. They don't have any experience with that, but we'll go to them and trust them. And sometimes they can't provide us with the best support because they haven't learned much about what it is we want to do. They can just say encouraging things like, oh yeah, you could do it. Oh yeah, that's great. But they're not going to be as valuable to you to tell you, listen, this is how this really works. This is how X, Y, and Z. 
And by having a mentor, that mentor is going to be more involved in that community. They're going to know other people. They're going to be collaborators. They're going to help to move you up. They're going to help you network. They're going to lead you in the right places. They're going to provide you with that guidance. I feel sometimes that after we're children and after we complete our childhood and we go into adulthood, we forget the importance and the need of guidance. We need guidance more than we needed guidance as children. So guidance is evergreen. You should always seek guidance throughout your life because we're always growing. We're always learning. We're always moving in new directions. So those would be all of the ways that I would approach having to overcome imposter syndrome. Focus on boosting your confidence, feeling good, right? I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, just imagine yourself being great or, you know, do some power poses. No, practice these things to give yourself more physical support, Start building a relationship with what it is that you're wanting to achieve. Start investing in yourself. Start investing in your dream, your goal, your outcome of what you're looking for. Invest in that. When you invest, you're less likely to walk away from it. Because you want to see the return on that investment. You want to see how it all plays out the more you invest. The less you invest, the less harder you work for what it is you're wanting to achieve or become or whatever it is, the easier it is for you to quit because you didn't invest into it. And I don't mean you didn't invest in it as far as learning what you need to learn and giving time and giving effort and all these things, but investing in your support, investing in your support system, investing in helping you to reach where it is you want to go, investing in self-care, investing in all of those things that's going to anchor and secure what it is you want to be. Have any of you seen that show Made (laughs) on MTV? I'm sure that person that went through all the things they went through, they were transitioning from one identity to the other and they got there. And they felt confident and they're like, yes, I'm doing this. And in moments where they went into those arenas with people who had more experience or more time in doing what they're doing, they felt that imposter syndrome. They're like, oh, I know I didn't do all those things they did. I shouldn't be here. So sometimes to overcome imposter syndrome just requires more time and effort invested in where you want to go. And over time, that imposter syndrome won't be as strong or you'll be more familiar with combating it. I'm not saying it's going away. I'm not saying that you'll never experience imposter syndrome ever again after you follow these steps. But it will help you to get further along and to push past those fears. Let go of the desire and the expectation to get it done perfectly every single time. Perfection is often a goal to strive for, but it's not what we should just focus on being. Focus on the journey. 
Enjoy the journey. Enjoy just being. Enjoy living. Enjoy doing what you want to do. Enjoy it. And when you receive recognition, when you receive positive feedback, when you receive opportunities, that means someone saw something in you that you were doing something right. And they want to invest in that as well with their time or their energy or money or whatever. Know that if you're there, you're there for a reason. Even if it's just to pivot you into a new direction, you're there on purpose. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this. Definitely stay tuned for more. And remember, we are here Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Heartblend Podcast.